0: The UEFA Champions League is coming back after two weeks of absence. Paris Saint-Germain are hosting Manchester City at Parc des Princes. Will Lionel Messi find chemistry with his new teammates? AC Milan are facing Atletico Madrid at Stadio San Siro. Can Rossoneri claim their first win at Champions League in eight seasons? Juventus are facing Chelsea at home. Which team can pocket their second straight win? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague, Josh here. Great to be back. First, I think the most important game is Messi versus Guardiola. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. PSG and Man City. Yeah, but the thing is like seeing how um, PSG have been this season, <laughs> it isn't really shaping up to be quite a clash because no. the idea basically should have been you have Manchester City who are on a pretty good run mm-hmm. and then you have PSG in the equivalent. Yeah. So you meant to have the two biggest teams of the two leagues coming head to head. Whereas PSG just look awful, just Did look do. really, truly awful.
0: Yeah,
1: And it's at the point where, you know, for example, the stuff with Messi this past week, getting subbed off mm-hmm. and then missing the game with Mets, I believe yeah. it was. So if that was anybody else, particularly anybody else who's, you know, a let's say there's a player for PSG who's mm-hmm. in his mid-30s who they want to protect for the Champions League. Yeah. That whole thing makes a lot of sense. True. But you see it with Messi. You see the way he looked at Mauricio Pochettino. Mm-hmm. You see the way he said his leg was injured and then he's back with training. Yeah. To me, you combine that with
0: um, the locker room problem. Yeah, yeah, and
1: but not only that, with how Mbappe is acting now, because mm. he did you see what he did with the goalkeeper? Yeah, like that is disgraceful. And then you also see that when they aren't winning, you look at the pitch and they're standing there with their hands on their hips. They're not tracking back. I mean, they no. never did, but they're worse than ever this year by yeah. the looks of it. So instead of it looking like a titanic clash between the two biggest teams, Mm -hmm. it looks like it's going to be a steamroller. I have no idea what PSG are going to do to this Manchester City team. We saw that this weekend with Manchester City getting the win over Chelsea. Chelsea. Because that was, what, three in a row that Mm -hmm. Thomas Tuchel had? And the issue is not necessarily that it was just three in a row. It's that each time Pep seemed to get more... be trying too hard, I guess. Mm -hmm. They always say he overthinks big games, but it seemed like after the first loss to Tuchel he tried a new tactic and it didn't work so then when it came to the Champions League final the team was just like i remember i don't remember the team sheet exactly but i mm-hmm. remember it was basically the opposite of what people expected yeah he had totally changed his formula mm-hmm. for one of the biggest games which shows just how much thomas tuchel was in his head the fact he's kind of got over that even if it was just a 1-0 win a win is a win, yeah. it shows that he isn't... Basically, he isn't regressing. He's at least figuring out Tukul. Mm-hmm. So he's coming to this on a high against his domestic nemesis, against what's considered one of the biggest teams in the tournament with several of the biggest names in the tournament who are drastically underperforming, even by League On's pretty low standards. Yeah, This should be... And I guess they were hoping this would be a big, massive clash. Mm. Even if this is... You know, we've seen this match a million times before. This one in particular, you know, anything can happen in football. That's why we like it. But going into this, it looks like so one-sided to me. It does.
0: Because um, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that uh, Pat is you know, always, like, overthinking things. Mm-hmm. But that's only based on he is convinced that his whole lineup is working well. Yeah. He wants to make... Extra like insurance policy, like he wants to get extra help from him so himself. Like, mm. I want to do this for my team to make sure they win, yeah. Because he has no doubt in his team, players,
1: yeah.
0: On Paris' side, um, I don't, st- I still don't know, like, how can you operate this team when they already behave like that on the field? And Paris. there are so many rumors, and I'm, a f- I don't really like the idea, but I have to say it. Messi seems to be the center of the problem Though he only came to the club Because back when he was in Barcelona Everyone had to support him, love him Say, Messi doesn't have to defend Just protect him, give him everything he needs And he will lead us to victory It's Paris now, it's a different club You have a guy who is, I want to say Over 10 years younger than Mm -hmm. you are And apparently doesn't like your privileges Yeah And that guy has to say.
1: Yeah, I get the feeling that Messi didn't fully understand his role here because when you are a club legend like he was Mm -hmm. with Barcelona, the team gets based around you. Yeah, And he was essentially the core of that team, even when when they're winning, underperforming, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Now, even if you want to say he's the core of this team... He still has to prove himself to the fans, to the club, to the players, to everyone that we made the right decision to bring you here. And from how he's been acting on the field to the rumors off the field, he's used to just being accepted as Messi, not the Messi who has to prove himself. Mm -hmm. And now he's in his mid-30s. Now he's playing with people who would rather prove they are better than him than work together with him. Yeah. This is this has a recipe. We said it was going to be like the Galacticos,
0: mm-hmm. but this already looks like a recipe for disaster. It is, it? yeah. I mean, I think this can be a not too early to be a turning point, but yeah. it's a very important chance. Either Messi proves himself that I can beat Pep, yeah, and then all the team, maybe most of the team, will say, okay, let's stick with this guy. Yeah. If he doesn't, if he underperforms, or even just does what he does in league one yeah. it's disaster
1: yeah that, that's the thing I don't know what what would be worse if he underperforms mm-hmm. you know if players run rings around him things like that or if he plays as expected but Pep has his defence set up can't get he, past he Tchenko knows him be the like best that. yeah precisely yeah. so you know we, we will see how this goes but I, I think this even if it's close even if this is nil-nil mm-hmm. nil-nil is bad enough for them because they have spent so much money and City are the teams that beat in the group, yeah. that if it is nil-nil, that may as well go down as a loss. That may as well go down as loss. And no,
0: no means Messi still has not scored. Precisely. That's that's not something anyone yeah. wants to watch. For another game, AC Milan and the Madrid. Mm-hmm. Despite the loss to Liverpool, I think AC Milan did pretty well in their yeah. first game. I mean, Liverpool are like the world, the, the European champions two or three years ago. Precisely. They were the Premier League champions two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's no shame that you lose to them and only by one goal. What about Atletico Madrid? That's also a tough one.
1: Yeah. Atletico Madrid are a weird team because they won La Liga last year. Mm -hmm. But along the way, it was never convincing. It was very Mm -hmm. shaky. I'd say for the first half, maybe two thirds, they were the better team when we were coming into the run-in, it was more a case of, well, the two big clubs, Real no. Madrid and Barcelona, they're underperforming, and that's how they got through. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that side, but it seems quite often that they relish their like villain role and their kind of dirty tactics to the degree that it's become almost a gimmick. And that means there are games where they are just trying to slow things down mm-hmm. rather than trying to win, trying to be... Trying to be a problem rather than trying to be winners. Yeah. So what happens is you can end up with like this AC Milan game. I can see what they will be going into this thinking of basically how do we slow them down? How do we impose our will rather than how do we win? Mm. And that's that can that that's been the downfall I think. For plenty true. of Times. Yeah.
0: I think you're totally right because Atlético Madrid have been the challenger for so long. Yeah. Like. This is actually interesting because there are, because in in Europe there are small teams Mm -hmm. which have great fan base. They support their teams and their teams sometimes did so well against Mm heavyweights. That's why they're so good at defense and counterattack. And when they are on the upside, what do you do? Especially against an Italian team. They have the defense. And that will be the challenge. Although, I still think uh, Atletico Madrid can... I don't know, can't can have the advantage here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- th- I mean, they probably should because I think that we need to mention, really, is this AC Milan team, it doesn't have the finances, doesn't have the strength mm-hmm. that the other clubs do. Like, the fact they, for a period of time, were 2-2 against Liverpool, not mm-hmm. only that, but the way they got those two goals in quick succession, mm-hmm. that's remark. That's basically the equivalent of, like, an underdog getting, like, yeah. you know, a sneaky punch. Um, with With how this game is, they should hopefully... Throughout, like say the backfield and midfield, mm-hmm. have the youth and the legs to get around Simeone's typically dirty tactics. But then I wonder about up front because it's like Giroud, mm. who's in his mid thirties. Yeah, Ibra. I don't. Is Ibra still injured?
0: He is. Yeah. He recently so, said he's. He realised he's not Superman anymore. He,
1: well, yeah. He, on the verge of forty, that's about time to realise that a uh, is is 29. He's mm-hmm. not the killer in front no. of the he should be. So they're de- basically, they're definitely lacking their equivalent of Suarez, yeah. who they'll be against. But the thing which I go back to sometimes is, was it Chelsea that Atletico Madrid were against last year? And they were trying to... Basically, they were playing to steal the game. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get it so they would slow it down and then steal it in like the 90th minute, kind of like they did with Liverpool mm. the year before. And when that backfires halfway through the game, they didn't know how to respond. No. So what they need to do, and this sounds kind of ridiculous, they need to start having offensive tactics mm-hmm. where they're playing to win early instead of playing to steal it at the death. You can't always do that. It gets too risky.
0: Particularly that's true. When you're new yeah. I think that's one of the disadvantages of the underdog teams. Like you have only one card to play. Mm. If you lose that card or that card doesn't work, You literally have nothing on your playbook. Precisely. Yeah. What is your prediction for AC Milan and Madrid? I think that's probably
1: going to be a tough game for Mm -hmm. Milan, but I think that they're probably going to get the win. I can see them getting the win.
0: AC Milan? Yeah. Hmm. Like uh, 1-0? Yeah, just nothing major. Classic Italian. Yeah, classic Italian, yes. Mm. The third one, also about the Italian team, Mm. Juventus versus... Chelsea, mm. both won in the first game. Yeah, both neither is having a really good time recently in the league. I mean, uh, Chelsea lost to Man City one yep. zero, and Juventus or no one win, yep. two draws, and two losses. Number twelve in the Italian league. Mm. Are they abandoning the Damas league so they can focus everything on Champions?
1: I don't think that. I we are too early yet to mm. see if they are doing what a lot of teams have to do, like Borussia Mönchengladbach yeah. last season, compared to this and the season before, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thing that's very noticeable is they sold Ronaldo without considering a replacement. I read a statistic where I believe it's they've scored seven goals from 70 shots. Mm-hmm. and Last that, eight. Yeah, and that, that conversion rate is so low mm-hmm. that it's as if they didn't realize that losing one of Europe's top finishers, they couldn't just slot someone else into this game plan and continue to win. Yeah. So, is
0: never their best shot.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, with how Thomas Tuchel works, he is going to have the game plan to get around this. He will, yeah. So it's going to probably be their toughest game in, in basically since the start of the season. Mm. Um, I really don't know what's going on with Timo Werner mm-hmm. at Chelsea. He is in the position where he's had too many chances now. Yeah. It's one thing for a striker where what you should do if they are in a rut like he is, is mm. play him in the Carabao Cup, play him in the easy games, tee him up with simple goals. We are at the point now where he's just making mistakes. And the thing is, the opposing, the opposing side kind of know that. They don't defend him. They don't man-mark him. And when they let him through... They kind of assume he's going to hit the post. They kind of assume he's going to go wide. Whatever it is he's doing, he is their glaring weakness. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's better to have a weakness up front when you have a Kai Havertz. That's true. When you have Romelu Lukaku back on side. So they are basically... I would say if they don't play Werner or play him in kind of a distracting role, kind of like a Raheem Sterling usually is, Mm -hmm. then that's fine. But then on the opposite side of things with Juventus, they are so lacking in goals That I almost think that Tuchel can just start throwing men forward, knowing that when it goes back to like a Dabala or someone, nothing's gonna happen.
0: We're just gonna make risky decisions on defense. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you can't hurt us.
1: Yeah, precisely. And it's the same. It's like I was saying. It's kind of the same problem both ends. The difference is, they have Lukaku, who do who do you you just have? Uh, That's that's couldn't name even one equivalent. Yeah. Yeah, they need to. They basically need to. I mean, they have a new manager now. They do. They need to get that. They basically need to make the change. You know, it's a thing which we see sometimes. We saw. We've seen it in the Bundesliga this year, where, mm-hmm. for example, you have Julian Nagelsmann. He yeah. leaves and goes to Bayern. When he gets to Bayern, he imposes his own system. He did. But then um, at RB Leipzig, they have a new manager. Mm. But they didn't, they kind of stuck with the same formation, the same plan and didn't really pay off until they started doing more of what Jesse Marsh suggested. So they basically need to leave the PLO game plan behind, especially Mm. now they don't have Ronaldo. Now they have to work to what Max Allegri wants. Maybe harder, maybe easier said than done. But for them to beat Chelsea with Tuchel, who is just like, at this point in time, probably the best
0: and most diverse manager out there, they're going to have to do a lot of work. Yeah, the thing is that, um, say you are a, you're playing against someone who is stronger than you mm-hmm. are, both are heavyweights. I mean, yeah. both have glorious history, so there's still a chance. But only when your opponents are too arrogant or egotistic because they're on the trend, mm-hmm. they're winning, and so they don't really, or this game doesn't matter that much. Yeah. None of that is on Juventus' side, because now this is the second game. Yeah. You never know whether it matters or not. You don't want to lose so early. Chelsea just lost to one of their biggest opponents in the domestic League. Yeah. There's no way for them to pull their punches.
1: Yeah. Admittedly, when you look at a group like this, you can afford a loss against Chelsea, because the assumption probably will be they're going to be the ones who go through. Mm-hmm. You need to get your wins elsewhere. Yeah, But at the same time, it's the Champions League. You can't afford to drop points no. at all, regardless. And not only that, you know, we talk about things like form, confidence, like the intangibles. Mm -hmm. Even if you want to say that they are foregoing the league, this is a team that won uh, Serie A, the Scudetto, like, what, nine in a row, ten in a row, something like that. They don't want to be seen in 12th place. No, They don't want to be seen struggling. They will want to know that, okay, we floundered, we only have one win, two wins, whatever it is. We can get a scalp from a big club. We can get a scalp on the current European champions. They will want this win. They will need this win. It's just a case of actually getting it is going to be very difficult.
0: Plan and action—they're totally different things. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, the Serie A teams have had a real resurgence lately, mm-hmm. but this year seems to be the limit almost. AC Milan seem too small for their group. Mm. Juventus are struggling so badly at
0: home. Inter Milan lost their first game,
1: and they also lost their key player. Yeah, so it really seems like this is the make-or-break year
0: for Serie
1: A's position
0: among the big five. Yeah, I think that's the limitations from both their league and their financial problems because when Juventus were still dominating the whole league and making great performance in European competitions, they were actually the only financially healthy club. Yeah. That That seems to be the reality anymore. And now they're now all three, say, big teams are not yeah. in the best status, physically or financially. Let's just add Atletico Madrid here to the four teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're definitely not the best, but they're not the worst, they're yeah. like in the middle. So one day you have to make a decision. I'm not saying they abandon the Champions League or the domestic League at the beginning, but say in the Champions League, when you make out of the first group stage, You need to decide whether you want to continue to focus on this or you want to switch your attention back to the domestic league. I think Juventus already made that decision. I mean, if you're competing with another two, you can't just expect them to make so many mistakes that you can catch up from such a poor start.
1: Absolutely. And the thing is, when you abandon your domestic competition, typically what you have to do is at least remain competitive in the sense of you know let's say they drop to the 12th place you said Mm -hmm. right so they're 12th place let's say they get into the round of 16 and get knocked out then if they don't get back up to the top of the table they're missing out on european football whereas if you're say an atletico madrid if you're bobbing around say fifth or sixth place Mm -hmm. and then you get knocked out in the quarters whatever the gap isn't that big then. But also, you don't want to be in the Europa League, but it's there. You don't want to be in the Conference League, but it's there. You still need to have options. I don't I don't think Juventus have... If they are abandoning their domestic thing, they have done it way too hard. Mm. And they will need to put more effort into that to get back to where they need to be. Someone, like you say, an Atletico, they should be fine mixing and matching. But we'll see. It, this... You know, we've mentioned before about um, the problems with finances in football these days. There's mm-hmm. too much at the top. I almost start to wonder with how Syria has been this season. Yeah. If the bubble is closing, if they're the first ones to be caught on the edge.
0: That's true. So much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week.
1: Yeah. Speak to you soon.
0: See ya.